0: This is As of Late Podcast. It's your boy Titus. And today we have Kateria Poe. How are you doing today, ma'am?
1: I'm doing good. Good. How are you?
0: Pretty good. Pretty good. Thank you for coming. (laughs) Thank Thank you you for for having me. Welcome aboard. How's it it been? We have so much to discuss.
1: I know everything's been good, everything's been good. Um, this past year, I feel like it's a whirlwind the fact that we're in December already, Mm -hmm. but it's been really good. Past
0: you blink once, I know, right? (laughs) right, Exactly. I
1: wish I could go back to summer though. I will say that,
0: yeah. I don't miss it at all. You don't, don't, not the summertime. No, it was, it was boiling out here,
1: here. (laughs) it was. I can't lie,
0: but. I'm more of a um when it comes to seasons, I think I like being in the winter for the fact that I get to I like dressing up for the same in a sense. My yeah. my winter outfits are a lot better than my summers where it's typically just white T shirt, different kind of you know, kicks or something like mm-hmm. that. Where it's like, you know, Wintertime I'll bring the boots out on them Yeah Little flannels Right (laughs) Yeah I'm a fall baby Turtle As we say Right exactly
1: So I I love dressing for I'm a fall baby So I'm biased But October, September Is like perfect for me Mm, This is getting a little bit too chilly for me Because I don't like wearing jackets
0: Yeah I feel you (laughs) So yeah You (laughs) say again November, December You're like right now (laughs) Right
1: exactly Yeah
0: Let's come back to the spring now
1: Right And with Charlotte weather Well North Carolina weather in general So you know that's you never know what you're gonna get.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Ironically, I'm dealing with a um a licensed counselor today. Are you a counselor or a therapist? Like, I'm a licensed. You... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yep. So I usually say when it comes to the weather that we have a lot of bipolar weather in North Carolina. Yes, <laughs> we do,
1: and we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When
0: one day it'll be 90, the next day it'll be 40 and raining all. Exactly. Day. So. Yeah.
1: Because it was definitely. I feel like last week it was warmer mm-hmm. than this anyway.
0: Facts, yeah. yeah, facts. It was like, yeah, 60, 70. Mm-hmm. It touched it, it touched it for sure. Right. But getting into you, we're talking about the North Carolina weather, um, to mm-hmm formally get to know you because mm-hmm. i've talked to you through dms on instagram right where exactly are you from like are you from north carolina are you north carolina baby
1: yeah i am i'm from north carolina so i was born in scotland county i don't know if you ever heard okay. of that uh-uh. <laughs> lauren bird nothing really down there but that's where i was born at. and i came to charlotte my whole family is here um i've probably been here since i was about five so okay. you know i've hopped around lived all around went to Shamrock Dorada before it was an alternative school.
2: <laughs>
0: she it, had to make that clear. Like, look, right I went before. out here knocking heads out here, right? <laughs> yes,
1: because when I said that, people are like you were an alternative school. I'm like, no, it was a regular mm-hmm. elementary school, you know. Yeah. So I hopped around, you know, Cochrane, Independent, so. i've lived all over
0: that's what's up and even if you were i mean like who cares it was your past if you were that type of person it would make for a more well-rounded type of exactly interesting
1: story yeah but i think a lot of people don't know that that Mm. it was well if you're from here, you know that. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The mm-hmm.
0: beginning years of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before. What
1: about you? Are you from
0: here? Uh-huh. I'm okay. born and raised here. Yeah. Okay. I was born here. Most of my family is born and um, raised around like the Wilmington area. Okay. I have a couple of siblings that was um, born in like Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. but my mom's side, a lot of them were like around the beach area, like little small towns around Wilmington. Okay. And um, I'm the only one of her children that's born and raised here. Mm-hmm. But, um, pretty much all of us are North Carolina for the most part,
1: okay, yeah, mm-hmm. all of them I'm youngest of five, so
2: yeah, I, think yeah, I you, have about, you know, I five yep, yeah,
1: I have about seven aunts here okay, so I think nine aunts total, oh
0: okay. yeah. Yeah. It's
1: a lot of us here.
0: Yeah, we kind of spread out. Like, we used to be all here, but we all spread out, like, around Maryland and
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, Dallas area. But okay. you know, we still, most of us is rooted here in North Carolina or yeah. Raleigh, Durham area and stuff gotcha. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: same. I have some in Maryland and Raleigh, Durham. I went to NC State for undergrad, so okay. I was in Raleigh a lot. My sister went to Central. Come
2: on, My with brother it, went Pack. to
1: Fairfield State. I know, right? Wolfpack. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah
0: that's what's up that's my favorite on uh, college basketball so, is it mm-hmm. even though i didn't go there um i used to go there a lot when i stayed in raleigh because mm-hmm. i used to go to this um college down from it called st augustine oh
1: yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i was at st aug a lot
0: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i was at i was at State a lot because y'all yeah. had y'all had better rec Basketball mm-hmm. gyms that we did, and so yeah. I would go there a lot to hang out with people when it came to like the hip hop community and mm-hmm. like you know working out the gym. Y'all gym is like UNC Charlotte's gym, so yeah. it's, it's dope over there mm-hmm. if you look into like ball, like right. I was looking the ball at that time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that that stuck because my one of my uncles was a Wolfpack uh, fan when he was mm-hmm. younger, and it just carried on to me. And because yeah. of the NC State Duke rivalry, I always right. felt like. <laughs> Um, state always got overlooked. Mm. So oh like, you know yeah. What? I feel like we I'm definitely did. With them. Right. I,
1: must <laughs> say that. I think that's the first time I've heard that like, Oh, I'm an NC state basketball fan. Cause mm-hmm. I'm just used to hearing people, you know, talking junk about state.
0: Yeah. That's well, it. it's a lot of stuff that comes into that. Um, mm-hmm. like I said, the family history of it and then, um, just, the the mindset of a wolf around that time, you know, like right. a wolf, how they're very, um, in the sense of, very much teamwork makes this dream work. Yes, you know, how they, yeah. how mm-hmm. they communicate, how they right. hunt, you know, mm-hmm. um, the alpha male and, and the beta still having, like, you know, the, the sidekick and the second-in-command, mm-hmm. you know, I used to study that a lot when I was younger, like, you know, the different, trying to compare, like, the animalistic um, type of, like, because I feel like we're a lot of similarities, and mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, humans and animals, the only thing really Hell is yeah. different is the spirit in some kind right. sense, mm-hmm. so I studied a lot of that, and, that's another reason going into, like, the Wolfpack. I know that was a very long-winded ex, uh, explanation to why right. I was in NC State. But, yeah.
1: Nah, you're good. I love it because I think even with um, my old classmates, I feel like that's how we are. Like, we, we stick together. Like, even if I haven't seen them in forever, like, mm-hmm. they always reach out any way we can network. You know, they're always very supportive, I will say that, even if I haven't talked to them in years. So, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. yeah, that's so how my family back is. Up yeah mm-hmm. that's,
1: that's how i feel like that's how it's supposed to be though
0: yeah i agree you yeah. know go months without talking to somebody but yeah. then like when you see him, it's like riding the right. bike
1: exactly know? right nothing mm-hmm. but love that's how it should be
0: yeah i agree mm-hmm. i agree for sure are you related and you probably have gotten this um a lot are you are you <laughs> it's like you already know what i'm about to ask are you related to a quit info
2: uh
1: no.
0: Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? You Quentin went to Pope. Yeah. Pope. His Pope. Pope. Okay. Pope.
1: All right. Exactly. And I'll be like okay. Pope.
0: No, but okay, I have got Pope. that, and
1: I'm like, mm, it ain't the same.
0: Okay, but, yeah, it's definitely not yeah. the same. Well,
1: yeah. <laughs> scratch that. <laughs> yeah, but I do. I was um, thinking that
0: on the way here the whole time. You're Poe. He's yeah, Pope. Right, okay. Pope.
1: Yep, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but in school, a lot of people, I get Pope a lot now, too, but mm-hmm. um, a bunch of my clients in the past were like, Miss Pope, you know, but I'm a Olivia Pope fan, you know, a scandal mm-hmm. fan, so I never corrected him. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that's me, but no, nah, so, sure. slight
0: difference. For sure, for sure, yeah, yeah, slight difference, I thought I'd ask Mm-hmm, that's yeah, cool Learn something new every day, I'm glad right. I did Because um, I definitely would have thought that
1: <laughs> Right, that it's the same, yeah, I'd be like Edgar Allen
0: Poe mm-hmm. Edgar Allen so. yeah, And then the whole independence thing
1: <sighs> Right uh,
0: mm-hmm. What side of town did you grow up, I, I take it like the east side, this area Right, like
1: yep, mm-hmm Midhill
0: Hill
2: area Yep Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: so this is, I feel like the final stages was here, but like I said, I I was all over Charlotte, like, mm-hmm. growing up, but yeah, Independence is, I think that's probably the, the only school I went to four years, so mm-hmm. I really, like, moved around a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah same with me, I think that's the, because um, I went to elementary school in a different spot, and then mm-hmm. I went to Atlanta for a bit, because my pops used to stay in Atlanta, so okay. I finished elementary school there, mm-hmm. and then um, I went somewhere else for... Middle school, and then uh, I finished it at like Crestdale, which mm-hmm. is over there off of like Sardis. And then Independence was the only one like you. I did all four years there and mm-hmm. stayed there. But yeah, no complaints. Some people I still talk to to this day. Right. shout out the people that went there.
1: Yeah, from Independence? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah. What years were you there?
0: I was there in 06. I graduated in 06, so from 02 okay. to 06.
1: Yeah, yeah, we were there at the same time. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. What year did you graduate?
1: um oh seven
0: oh seven okay mm-hmm. so yeah you right after me, I know. Like... me I know you don't remember me do you yeah no, either you don't remember you like i know you don't remember me because <laughs> i i was not there like <laughs> you were not there <laughs> no i graduated by the skin of my teeth like oh, okay. i was like especially because i always hung around older people mm-hmm. and so like by the time i was a senior all my friends were gone, like okay. all my cast was gone. So I was just gotcha. Man, like, wasn't there? Yeah, I was like, I'm out of here. Like, yeah. like until it came to like my mom found out I wasn't going to school, and mm-hmm. she was just like, Shh, you need to buckle down, bro. You need right. to buckle down. And like, I graduated by the skin of my teeth. I had to do like a, a test in the principal's office to like it was just wow. like it was like, <laughs> look, this it right here. Right. Like, you don't pass this, That's like I'm gonna see you in summer school. Wow. But my mom was really big. She was just like that ain't happening Mm -hmm. you ain't going to summer school she ain't never had up until me um a child to finish high school Mm -hmm. and so like it was a lot of generational curses being yeah like like, towards Mm -hmm. like 11 12 like i stopped having the desire you know Mm -hmm. like i believe a lot of stuff comes in bloodlines oh yeah it definitely does yes And so she was real big on like, no, nah, this is just another. And even on my father's side, my mm-hmm. father's the same way. Like, yeah. he didn't go. He he ended up going to the military and stuff like that. So nobody up until my sister, my younger mm-hmm. sister, me being the first one. But then my sister broke it for the women, um, graduated high school. Mm-hmm. And so she was really big on like, no, I don't I don't want you going to summer school because that's right. that's graduating, but it's not the type of graduation that the enemy needs to see. Right, like, he exactly. Needs to see you walk- Walk that stage. Yep. And so she got me, she got connected and man. That's like, Look, mama's to get it done. Mm-hmm. Shout out they to her mama. She got it done for yes. me. Yes. Yeah.
1: Cause it's, I, that's something I pray over my son about every day increase his motivation for school. Cause He in second grade, and he already, I don't want to go to school. I'm like, no. (laughs) Look, let's get some motivation. You know, let's get you hyped, get you excited about school, but you definitely got to go. Like, this is how it is. You got to go.
0: For sure, for sure. Mm -hmm. And I can only imagine in today's day and age, like, because it's so easy. It was easy for me to get distracted. So I can only imagine with him, like, Uh man, why I got to go to school, man? Yeah. You know, I just want to like look at this. It's it's cats. My age is getting paid on YouTube. You thinking you can Mm -hmm. do that? And like, right, you can get so easily lost and distracted. But yeah, a good education is still, you know, it's like manners. Ain't nothing wrong with it. It's still a solid foundation, bro.
1: Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, I agree. And he's the only child, so I'm like, yeah, you need to be around other kids. Please go. Mm -hmm. You good? Great for social skills. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so.
0: Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure, man. Shout out to the moms pushing, pushing y'all youngins out there, man. Y'all go to school, man. Get, get right. y'all get y'all education at <laughs> right. least till you're 18. And then, you know, if, if you want to go to college, go to college. It's not right. for everybody. I exactly. went one year. I went one yeah, year and was I like, this ain't me. Right, you know, I end up going the trade route. You know, mm-hmm. Some people do that. Some people go to CP. Some yeah. people like my mom. They come back. My mom, she because she had all of us, she was single. She was single parent. They split up early, mm-hmm. and so my mom, she didn't go back to school. So she was in her thirties, and so it was like okay. that was just the grind that she was on at that time. Right, when, when we were all to a level of like adult, mm-hmm. she was like, now I got the time, I can really do it. Go I back and do. do
1: it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think if I could have really understood what I wanted to do. And knowing now, I really technically like I'm a licensed counselor, but I could have been a life coach. You know, it's a lot mm. of other different routes. I wouldn't have went to college. Mm. Like if I genuinely knew like what I wanted to do, what I was passionate about, um, mm. yeah, I wouldn't. So I don't think college is necessary. But I think we always sold a whole a lie about that whole <laughs> <laughs> go to college, get a job, do this. You yeah. know, you check all the boxes, and it don't it doesn't check out the way that they hyped it up to us anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Especially being um a minority. Yeah, like oh yeah. You want um, you know, that's the American dream. Mm-hmm. What people like fantasize about. That's what they push, you know, like right. yo, you gotta get your degree, get your whatever and like, you know, go on because like you can't be nothing. Especially being black. You right. can't be nothing out here. Exactly. You gotta, be, you gotta have something to do. Right. And so go to college that 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 sets it forth. Like my uncles and all of them was like that. And so mm-hmm. Even even after I think like they kind of like rode the momentum of me like passing high school, they were like, uh, "Let's get them in college." Right, it was exactly. Just like, Keep going. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, "What?" Like I just got through with that. Like, right. I don't want to do this, but yeah. I don't regret it though. I have no regrets for it, as I'm sure you probably don't regret right. like your experience because, like, mm-hmm. like with the eye.
1: <coughs> excuse me,
0: it's still um, you're fine. It's still people to this day at St. Augustine I still talk to. Yeah, that end up mm-hmm. finishing and we still connect and you right. Know, like, and so I have no regrets for any experience I went through because yeah. it's, you know, it's a testimony and a lesson exactly. for the next person that may be going through it. Right. You know?
1: Yep. I agree. I definitely don't have any regrets. Um, I feel like it made me who I am today. So, mm. but yeah, I think when I was thinking about going to college, I was just wanting to get out my mama's house. That was the quickest way. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, yep. I'm going to get a refund check. Let's go. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) So that was it. Yeah, I think it was that for me as well. Like Mm -hmm. I was, I was, I was, once they showed me and then I had never seen what sold me on it Mm -hmm. was, um, I had never seen just because I went to a black school. Mm -hmm. I went to HBCU. I ain't never seen like blackness in that way Mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. Like, cause I went to like a lot of like mixed schools. Like I went to mixed schools where it was like, we were there, but it was just like, you know, we were you know, the ones that got the most attention was on the football. Like, I mean, you went to Independence, they, right? Oh, they yeah. treated them like college players out yes, there. You 0-7, so you probably play. I think McFadden's the coach now.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. And so
0: it's like you know they. It wasn't the the the, the mathematician type of like cats that they mm-hmm. were going over. It wasn't like you know, um, it showed you just more. Routes mm-hmm. opposed to what I was used to seeing in my, my neighborhood. And so, yep. like, man, I had never seen black clubs like this and I mm-hmm. never seen fraternities like that and brotherhoods yeah. like that, black, right. all of us studying and really trying to like connect and mm-hmm. help each other out. And so I loved it because for me, it was something that I didn't experience yeah. in Charlotte. But at the same time, I wasn't about them. Uh, I was about them classes. I wasn't about them <laughs> classes. And then I went to a private school. So I wasn't about the funding.
1: Right. And okay. Because so St. Aug is private, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah I def- I was there. St. Aug, Shaw. I was and all of I think we actually had a joint program with St. Aug at the time I was there. So we okay. would. Um, yeah. So the students. I don't remember what it was, but I feel like I was there a lot.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. yeah. Um, aside from aside from that like the expenses of it mm-hmm. it was a good school right it was just yeah. like I felt like I was wasting my mother's money yeah I was just like man like I'm not even I'm not even going to class like mm-hmm. I like I said I'm liking the socializing of exactly it and the stuff yeah. that I'm learning mm-hmm. um but as far as like and then I think it comes back to like me not knowing what I wanted to do mm-hmm. like like you said me knowing the experiences that I went through like now I want to deal with, like, drug abuse and mm-hmm. be that life coach and stuff. Right. Like that. I ain't know that at 18. Exactly. You know, yeah. like, it's like, I tell my nieces and nephews, if you know that, like, mm-hmm. that's a blessing because right. unless you're like LeBron James or you're an athlete or, like, you come into that mind state when you're 13, like, mm-hmm. this is what I'm going to do. Like, a lot of cats, they got to get into their 20s. Like, they got to right. figure it out. And exactly. So that's where I was. I was not thinking about anything, what I wanted to do. Right. I knew I wanted to get money, but I just didn't know, like. Right, exactly. Was I to get to it? Right,
1: yeah, that so. part. When I went to C State, I just knew um, I was going for architecture. Mm, okay. Did not did not Complete go that way at all. Complete I opposite. I remember shadowing them in their studios, and they were sleeping in there, and I'm just like, yeah, mm. I'm not doing that. Like, I just know I'm not. So I ended up uh, majoring in women and gender studies and Africana studies, and then I went back um, to school to get my master's in clinical mental health counseling. So
2: okay that was it
1: so that was my bridge but I feel like I learned more outside of the classroom like most people right Mm -hmm. it was just being amongst other people your age struggling with
2: Mm -hmm. the same
1: stuff like I feel like that's I learned the most about life during those times I feel like class like something we all had to do but yeah my growth years like yeah it was that like outside of the class for sure
0: for sure, yeah, mm-hmm. word, word. And, and, and in a sense, I mean, you went originally for architecture. I mean, mm-hmm. you're not putting up designs for buildings, but you're no. still building lives. Too. I know, like and that's, know, that's, that's how it's been my stuff.
1: plug. Like, I build people.
0: I help mm-hmm. rebuild people. So. Yeah, but, yeah, I love it. I love what I do. Mm-hmm. So it's still full circle Yes, moment, you know? oh, still, yeah, Still, still sure. work yourself out. Look at God out here. All right,
1: <laughs> okay, God got <laughs>
0: God be God for sure. For sure, for yeah. sure. When, when did you, because I would imagine, of course, in the duration of being at state, um, what was going on with you as a woman mm-hmm. that made you realize like, I think I want to get into that field of helping people. Mm-hmm. Was it was it a traumatic moment for yourself that you mm-hmm. overcame or it was a traumatic moment that you may have been going through mm-hmm. or maybe not even a traumatic moment, just right. seeing other people going through moments was like, man, right. I, I really want to be that, that ear. Because for me, it was like, I'd always been so been told I was a good listener. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what, like and, and I would hear other people complaining about it. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. To where I was like, you know what, like I really I don't mind it. Like yeah. I really I think because even with customer service like people be talking to me for like hours, mm-hmm. like well not hours, but like 45 minutes, like yeah. 30 minutes and I'm just like the other cats that I'm working with they'll be like, man, like I'm trying to get them off the phone. Exactly. Like come on and Can't I'm just like it. I just let them talk, man, cuz I feel like that's my gift. You know, right. it's a, it's a mm-hmm. gift to really listen to someone. It is, yeah. And so what what was it for you that made you want to mm-hmm. go into that field?
1: Um, I think a, a combination of things. Um, one, being the youngest of five, I um, at an early age, I feel like I learned from my siblings' mistakes. Like, I'm mm-hmm. the observer. So I always would you know, check people out, let them talk, you know, so I always learn from that first. Um And I think it's like you said, um, it's a gift to be able to hold space, you mm. know? So for me, I learned that at an early age, um, you know, I was really involved in, you know, in church growing up, I didn't have a choice, you know, my mom took us there, you know, first because she was a single mom. So it was about um, keeping us involved, making sure that we had stuff to do, had food, you know, so we were really involved with that. Mm. Uh, but ultimately, um i think i just learned that it was one of my gifts too like that i could sit and listen like i can you know i never met a stranger i've always been that way um but yeah i think even now like i'll be in the grocery store and people start talking to me like and i'm just <laughs> like yeah, what do i have something written on my forehead like it just mm-hmm. it's been that way my whole life you know Here to help
0: right yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: so but yeah i think early on like my mom um you know i grew up in the ame church so it was very strict um AME Zion AM? oh, AME. New Covenant yeah New AME Covenant. Zion yeah so mm-hmm. it was really um the heart of it is of course you know God but also I learned about black history you know in the church I grew up in so that mm. community it was started um AME Zion church or AME churches were started by Richard Allen mm. so he was like um just very important to us growing up and so I think for me we did a lot of just like exploring who you are like building confidence you know have we had to give oratorical speeches you know like at church and we would have to travel like you know to the sister churches in greensboro
0: or, or whatever so yeah that's a big background with ame like i think yeah i think, it King, is. I think mlk came from ame and like, yeah it's, it's, mm-hmm. it teaches you not just yeah of course the 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 word but right uh you learn a lot of structure
1: yeah a lot mean? of structure yeah, yeah. And, a, and a lot of black history so i think for me um like i didn't even know what i had like until i went to school and you know a a lot of the stuff i felt like i pulled from but then i realized that other people didn't have that same like close-knit community you know Mm -hmm. and i think i was very gracious for and i learned about that so i felt like it was just a natural extension for me you know to do those things i felt like i was already like you know i've watched people do kind of that help people in various Mm -hmm. ways and i think for me once i tapped into it like i can listen to people's stories all day you know (laughs) it's not it's nothing I take home. It's nothing I wear, um, you know, but I just I love helping people. I help um, challenge them, right, to see the other side of the story, you know, mm. to, to look at it from a different perspective. And I think ultimately um, when we're able just to take our experiences and um, sort of transform it into motivation, you know, our own fuel. Like that's how we're able to move forward. So
0: mm, mm, but, yeah. that's beautiful. beautiful yeah. Man. Do you still go to like an AMA type of um Church.
1: No, I don't. The church I've actually been attending, I think it's a Baptist, um, mm-hmm. but no, I haven't, not like in adulthood.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, that structure's yeah. still there. You know, right, you learn exactly. those experiences and keep yeah. moving. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty much the same. I'm more like non denominational currently. Gotcha. Life, yeah. So. Yeah. But I still like I grew up around like a lot of Baptists, mm-hmm. coastal, um, where you learn, you know. I learned all different things from those different churches, right? Because like, mm-hmm. you know, all of them. When you start going to them, um, they have their different thing, mm-hmm. you know. Like you know, preaching. You know, I knew I figured out the difference between preaching and teaching, right? You know what I'm saying, yes, and, and worshiping, you mm-hmm. know, and, and altar calls, and right, you know, and, and the Holy Spirit, you know, mm-hmm. some 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 you know different depending on the church. Right. They they may I ain't gonna say sugarcoat the Holy Spirit, but mm-hmm. some of them keep the holy spirit more prevalent right the others oh yeah and for so sure i think it made me as i became older and got to the mode that i am in now mm-hmm. um a more well wounded, um well <laughs> well-rounded uh, christian with my gotcha walk and how yeah I move. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah we have to and all those parts are important because we're not just physical beings you know mm-hmm. so we we definitely have to make sure we take that time to acknowledge that spiritual side and so i think for me um even in counseling, you know, a lot of times I can, I can tell. Like I've been in a room and had somebody walk in, and I can just feel, you know, like how their are stress or how heavy like their life has been for them. So mm, mm. Um, you got discernment. Or oh something. yeah, mm. yeah, you gotta have, it, especially in my field. So mm-hmm. you gotta know when to get in, when to get out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely had some All times right where now. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yep. this is it. Let me go ahead step out and just you know call nine one one because. We ain't doing it today.
0: Yeah. I feel so, yeah. you talk you talk to all different ages or like what is what is the primary
1: Yeah. So right now I do eighteen and up. Um so but when I began, I started in the community. Um so I would go into the jails, do assessments, go into homes, do assessments. Um, you know, if they were in a hospital under a twenty four hour hold, I would go there.
2: Right. Um
1: or they would come into the office, you know. So um there I work with people from two, you know, to eighty two, you know. Mm -hmm. So I was like really seeing whatever, um, whoever needed help in the beginning. But Mm -hmm. now, um, as I got older, I transitioned just to doing outpatient therapy and now I get to set exactly what I want since I run my own private practice. So Mm, yeah. yeah, So
0: word, word. That's what's you learn a lot. Yeah, for sure. For Mm -hmm. sure. That's what life is all about. You know, Mm -hmm. learning and having those experiences. Right. Um Going into kind of, you said you made, you uh, ended up developing your own private practice. That mm-hmm. brings me to my next um, portion of what I was going to ask about dealing with uh, crown connection. Okay. Uh, and so um, tell me a little bit about that. Is, is that, the, the private practice that we're talking about? Is that yes. An organization?
1: Or? Yes, yes. So Crown Connection is um, my virtual private practice that I do. I see adults 18 and up for therapy, um, also in coaching. Um, so it was birthed in 2018, actually as a blog. And so um, that was after my car accident. Um, so once I had recovered and got back to work, um, it was just something that I felt like I wanted to do. That was a little different. Um, and I didn't know what it was going to expand into. And I think even now it's still changing, you know, cause I think mm. of course it is therapy, but I see it more. So, um, you know, transition into a community center. Like once I get an actual physical building for it. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it has transformed. It's grown with me, you know, allowed yeah. me to grow through it, I guess, yeah, so to yeah, speak. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it started off as a blog. Then I took it down. Um, and I want to say maybe a year and a half ago, I started it just part time. Um, I was still working for another company, uh, Marathon Health, that's here in Charlotte. It's pretty big. It's the clinic. Um, they offer a lot of different services, uh, mental health, life coach, nutritionist, all the other kind of stuff. Um, so I was working there with them um, and it just wasn't wasn't doing it for me. I think I was just playing it safe. And so playing it a little too safe um, as far as like what I wanted to do and what I know God was calling me to do Mm -hmm. with the gifts that he's put inside me. So I felt very limited when I would try to suggest things. And no, that's not really, you know, our brand or that's not really, you know, Mm -hmm. something that we
0: do. Stay over there with that.
1: Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But therapy is very much... you know, it's an individual service. So if they're coming to a company most of the time for therapy, they're, they're not coming for the company, they're coming for the therapist. You know, like that's who mm-hmm. I'm building a rapport with. And so when I would suggest certain things, it just wasn't something that, you know, they wanted to do. But I'm like, I know it's something that they would benefit from. You know, mm-hmm. at that time, it's a pretty much, you know, white male ran company. He you know, like mm-hmm. most of corporate mm-hmm. yep. companies, but who we're serving, the majority of the population is black. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm like, I'm telling you, you know, what they need, what the people need and so I wouldn't suggest it if I didn't think it was helpful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that just led me to step out on my own and but yeah, so I started that and I've been doing it virtually full time since February. Mm,
0: okay.
2: Yeah. That's what's up.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what's up. And and I feel like the timing was was necessary. Oh I yeah. Like you got to a point to where you've um you reached and, and that's how, that's how seasons will be. Right. Like yeah. To a point to where mm-hmm. you reached where you got. Right. Uh, enough from that organization. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was time for you to branch off, branch off and do your own thing. Right. In that regard. And so, yeah,
1: definitely was the timing was, was perfect. Cause I think the pandemic, um, you know, it changed a lot of people's lives, you know, yeah, it did, um, for sure. but I think one of the things it did for mental health, it just showed how effective virtual therapy can be. Um, it was yeah. virtual therapy was a the thing even before, but it really became a space where people preferred virtual over face to face, you know, and mm. of course, with everything that's going on, you don't want to be locked in a small room breathing on nobody, you know, so <laughs> it's like, nah, let's do this virtual. And so mm. um but, yeah, one of the big things with my job at the time is, although we were virtual, I still had to drive in to the office to be virtual. And I'm like, well, I have a setup at home. Why can't I just mm. be virtual from home? Yes, yeah. right. And so they just, you know, didn't want to budge. But, of course, you know, they have buildings, so they want to use them so they can further, you know, their own whatever they wanted to do. Um, but ultimately, for me, it just showed, like, oh, okay, this is a time. You know, mm. people want virtual therapy. You yeah. have your setup. You have this rapport, like, People are coming to see you, you know, not in a cocky way, but because of once you build that rapport, they don't want to start over. If I've been talking to you for two years, I know your whole life, your story. We worked through some things. People don't want to start, especially black people. You know,
2: people don't. Uh, They done at that point.
1: If you leave, I'm not coming back. You know, And so I had so many um, clients that would say that. And I'm like, at the end of the day, it's about the work that you're doing. So I don't ever want you to stop. Um, But I'm like, you can come see me like you can follow me, you know, Uh and a lot of them did.
0: That's what's up. Yeah, a lot of them
1: did.
0: I mean, it it goes, it it shows the the character who you are as a therapist to, like, Mm -hmm. get the people that's still going to, the clientele is going to come regardless of where you're going to be at because, as you said, um, they're Mm -hmm. coming to see you. Right. You know, that is just a building that you are in.
2: Mm-hmm. And I exactly. think um, the
0: timing was right to where you realized that and you've gone off and done your own thing and yeah. can do it at your crib. You right. Know, you yeah. It, you, now you're your boss. You exactly. Know, of like, you know, I can do it when I want. I can do it here. I can do it there. You mm-hmm. know, wherever you want to do it. Yeah. And I think it helps because, like, as you said, you see it in a sense where it's bigger than therapy. Oh you know, yes, you can it is. build that now. That yes. foundation can be solid.
1: Right. Yeah. And it is. And I think for, for us, you know, black people, we, we thrive off of, um, you know, when we can come together, you know, we are naturally, was it a collectivist community, you know? So whenever mm-hmm. we can come together and pull Lose off out of here, everybody's man. strengths, you know, <laughs> that's what it's about, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, yeah, I want to, I want to do things a little different, you know, but I think ultimately I want to reach more people because I know, um, as much as people normalize therapy and talk about it, no, everybody's not going to, you know, go to therapy, you know. So, mm-hmm. we really have to make sure we're creating those opportunities for people uh, to have access to healing outside of that. You know, mm-hmm. I think um, back in the day, the, the black churches, yes, it was about church, but it was also just an opportunity for community, you know. So, I think so many yeah, people were so. healed just by being able to eat, just by being able to fellowship and talk, you know, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So... Um, I think that's what we need, especially now because everything is so robotic. You know, people look online and they they see one thing, and we always, um, you know, it's a guess of is this reality or is this a fantasy, right, mm-hmm. between people? So I'm just like, yeah, I just I want to create a healthy reality, you know, for whoever wants to be a part of it.
2: Yeah, for sure,
0: because yeah. a lot of people are itching for it, man. Yeah, a lot of people are itching. We it. need it, and especially dealing with um, the aspect of it being virtual, because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people, like myself. You know, they feel like, um, you know, they felt like because I discovered therapy. I've been knew about because my mom, she's a therapist herself.
2: Okay, um, I didn't know that. But
0: um in me myself of doing my own healing, like mm-hmm. I didn't do that to pandemic time. Yeah, like, I did it virtually. Yeah, but I was like, man, like you know, it's, it it just became. It was it was time. It was yeah. time. Like, I seen mm-hmm. the push for it to where it's like, you know, it was more like. Um, comfortable setting for me to just talk to someone. Like yes. a lot of people are like that in that sense. Right. So we're like, I don't feel like going to the spot, but I feel like getting inside. I feel like, because mm-hmm. I know it's a problem and I know I need to address it. Right. Um, and so they've pushed um, mental health and, mm-hmm. you know, getting help. Mm-hmm. a lot more as yeah. they had in previous years especially in the black community mm-hmm. which I feel like is a beautiful thing right and so like I feel like you're doing this at a good time especially for the city of Charlotte yeah like, it's a lot of hurting souls out here yes that's looking for somebody to listen Man, it
1: is it is it's a lot and I think um I don't know if it's open yet but Steve Smith opened Um, Did you see that? The mental health? um, I think it's the urgent mental health, urgent care that he's working on bringing
0: to Charlotte. I didn't I didn't know if it was open yet.
1: Yeah, Uh I don't think it's open yet. But I mean, it's a huge, huge need. So um, Mm -hmm. I know I said I started out in community mental health. But with that, um, you know, it's a lot. So doing therapy. Mm With people who you know don't even have a place to stay, you know, so it's a whole different ball game. It's a it's a lot of things that go into helping a person become confident in themselves again, you know. So, yeah, for sure, I think in Charlotte, like, yeah, we definitely need it. Yeah, and we we've all seen the homeless population, how that was mm-hmm. tent city, you yeah, know. So
0: that joint was crazy. Yeah, crazy, right? Still is. Crazy, you
1: know? right, still mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so people need it for sure. We have. Mm-hmm. I feel like we have enough resources in Charlotte to to really pull together, you know.
0: I completely agree. It's a lot of money in Charlotte. Yeah. It just, it comes back to like, who is, um, the money is being distributed in the right hands. Exactly. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. And I think it's a season for that as well, because, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I just, I just made a post on my story talking about, like, um, I was joking about something dealing with like a wife in that sense. Yeah. Um, but I was, I was saying to people, I was like, you know, you pray for these things, man. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you have to be prepared for that. Yes. You know, if if, mm-hmm. if it's the guy that I know, that I serve, like right. he ain't gonna give me nothing unless I'm mm-hmm. prepared for it. Right. And it's the same when it comes to finances, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like you know, that need for that community and, and development that should have been been happened but has been overlooked, I mm-hmm. feel like it's the time for it now because you get people like a Steve Smith. Right. You get people like yourself who's mm-hmm. had these ideas but now the maturity level of who right. you to come as a woman mm-hmm. and knowing the blueprint of what you want to do is coming into full effect and right so, you know it's not only a time for mental health and bettering each other in a community but mm-hmm. it's 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 a turning of the or the old expression a changing of the guard yeah when it comes to the people mm-hmm. that's financing stuff yes as well. and right
1: so. i agree and i think um during the pandemic too i've learned so much it's about just other ways of funding, you know, funding resources, mm-hmm. grant services, or, you know, it's a lot of people who want to fund it, but again, you got to have a plan. You got to show that you have been preparing for yeah. it. So mm-hmm. they can say, Oh, okay, let me do this, you know, cause I might have this money, but you have a vision you want to execute and it aligns mm-hmm. with what I want to fund. So I think that's something that has been really cool with me. Um, in addition to having my own practice, just having that free time to explore what's really in the city, you know, because mm-hmm. when you're working for another company, You don't really have that time to build, you know, like your own because you're just doing what they want you to do, you know? So it's like, you know, different shackles.
0: Yeah, for sure. And if you're really working at a company like, I mean, KB can probably vouch for that, trying Mm -hmm. to do this and balancing this, like... It's a lot, yeah, a lot when you're trying to get into your own thing, and then you still gotta you're balancing corporate America. Like oh I yeah. I did whatever. I just I left work coming here. Yeah. And so it's like you have to, um, you know, I, I call it the one foot in, one foot out theory. So mm-hmm. you're able to like Andre 3000 say do the hokey pokey, turn your life around. <laughs> right. Like for me, it's do the hokey pokey and be on solid ground. Exactly. In sense just like when until I'm able to do that, I gotta play this balancing game. Yeah. So, you know i yeah, feel like sure. the the season is for for mm-hmm. us like you know god giving, not just you not just me but you know not just kb mm-hmm. um the blueprints are been there and now it's time for like the financing because now he's mm-hmm. seeing people are like okay I see you're prepared right you know, it's time, it's time. Like, yeah
1: yeah so. but I, I'm thankful for that and I definitely have been able to connect with a lot of people you know who just share that same um I think enthusiasm for just helping people like yourself you know mm-hmm. so I definitely appreciate that because for me it's like that little push in the right direction like oh I'm doing something right you know it's like yeah, that little sure. confirmation you know that you get when you're stepping out doing something different you know so we need it. You know, we need those little moments of confirmation.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially in, like, my age group. Yeah. Because it's, like, I think that's one thing that drew me towards you as well. Because, like, once I found out what you did, I was like, man, like, I went down my list of cats that, like, I follow and mm-hmm. Like, really know personally. Mm-hmm. I don't really know nobody in my age group that's doing that. Yeah. You know, in the sense of, like, being there for the community, being a therapist. I'm, I'm sure it's millions, thousands. But, like, right. me personally, mm-hmm. a black female in the community that I'm in, like, I was like, I got to get her on the show. Right. I was like, this would be a good turnout. And I'm half and half when it comes to the people that watch my show. A lot of women mm-hmm. watch my show. A lot of men watch my show. A lot of youngins watch my show. Yeah. And they need to see that. They need to see um, somebody outside of a rapper or outside right. of a outside of an artist mm-hmm. that is here for the community. Exactly. That's really being a yielded service yes. for the community. Right. And so I'm here yeah. to give you your flowers on what you do because yeah. it ain't easy, man. Right. Easy. Thank
1: you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's definitely not, but it's worth it. I'll mm-hmm. say that like hands down yeah
2: Mm -hmm, for sure Mm -hmm. let's
0: talk a little bit about like because you mentioned something um briefly in the making of um crown connections Mm -hmm. the accident yeah that you had i seen something a recent post where like Mm -hmm. i didn't know it was that bad of an accident because you almost pretty much had to learn how to walk yeah i did it was horrible yeah
1: Yeah, yes it was horrible so this was um Three days before Christmas in 2015. Mm. Um, So I was actually working at the time. I was headed to uh, see one of my clients. She was living in a nursing home at the time, and it's in Fayetteville and. Fayette Nam. Nothing, right? (laughs) Fayette Nam, right? So I'm just like, ugh, it's nothing there anyway. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) I was on my way to work and Mm. um, just driving, you know, and so. Um, I think I was like on a regular road, you know, it's usually 45 miles per hour. And Mm. so um, someone was driving into head on traffic. I think he was probably doing like 90, 95. Um, And I'm like in a sedan at that time, a a little Hyundai. Um, And it was a truck in front of me. And so as I'm driving, um, I just see the truck swerve. Like as soon as the truck swerved, the guy ran straight into me like Mm. and so I had no time I just braced myself like I just remember holding onto the steering wheel and like just waiting you know like waiting for the ambulance to get there Mm. um I was pinned in my car yeah I had a seatbelt on yeah Mm. I had a seatbelt on and it's so crazy because the guy was like they were trying to pull like they had to cut me out so I had to wait Mm. for the fire truck to get there so they could cut my door out and get me out of the car and my seatbelt was on they had to cut that out because I was like Literally, like it, I don't know, it like, it had me really secure. Um, Mm. But yeah, so it just really came out of nowhere. So I was just working and I was, I remember just sitting there praying, like just saying the Lord's prayer, like. Mm. Over and over You know But it's so much Adrenaline runs Through your body At that time When the accident happens mm. I didn't feel anything You know So the guy That was in the truck In front of me He pulled over He waited with me um, You know And I was just praying It was like in the article At that time Like that's what it was. Oh Miss Poe You can hear her Like just praying From the car Just reciting The Lord's prayer And mm. of course That was my first thing You know But the ambulance Like when they arrive On the scene I'm like Get me Like mm. I didn't do this Like don't worry About him Like get me Get me And they were like Well no we have to see who who's in the worst condition, basically. You know, so they had to assess. What? And, right. And so that's that's how it goes, because it's like, oh, who who's going to make it? Um, you know, so they thought... I mean, he died at the scene. I'll just say that he died at the mm. scene. But, like, so they're like, don't move. And I'm like, whatever. You know, so I'm assessing, mm. trying to see what's wrong. So I lift my arm up, and it, like, collapses. Mm. So it was my, my left arm, like, bruised ribs, my left hip, left leg was like broken, probably like eight pieces, mm. my right ankle. So I really like, I only had my right arm. So I was in, um, inpatient rehab. You know, I was actually on the floor that they have the stroke survivors, you know, cause if you have a stroke or, you know, the, the elderly, um, once you have like um, a stroke, you don't really have control over your body, you know, mm. so I only could use my right arm at the time. And so I was on the recovery floor, like with all like people in their 70s, right, and 80s, mm. you know. So I was in inpatient rehab. Um, you know, I was in Chapel Hill for like a year and a half. You know, they once they did get me out of the car and assess um, helicopter, lifted me to Chapel Hill. You know, so I'm in and out like it's real, but it's not real. I'm like, my mom is about to go crazy when she uh, find out yeah. I got in a car accident. Like, so that's what my mind is baby thinking. Girl? Right. And yeah. I my son was four months at the time. Thank wow. God he was not in the car. But yeah, my son was like four months. I had just yeah, he's a July baby. Um, so yeah, like my mind was just like, dang. My client, like I ain't show up. She probably like, where is she at? You know, my mom is probably like freaking out, but at that time, it really just exposed, I think for me, um, just how much I put other people before me, like mm. all the time, you know, and I think sometimes um, when you are a helper, you have to have that balance. Like you have to learn it, gotcha. um, or yeah, it'll take over, you yeah. know? So I think, um, just like we were saying earlier, I believe that every experience we have, it makes us who we are today. And although that, that was a horrible experience, you know, like I, you know, I, I thank God for it, for it, you know, because it was such, um you know, a testament to, to who I am. Like you said, I did have to learn to walk again. So it took Mm -hmm. me like a year, like a year to learn to walk again. Um, and actually my son, he was learning to walk at the same time. Wow. (laughs) So it was so funny.
0: The significance.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, But you know, after we experienced a trauma and so for me, I was trying to learn to walk again, you know, so it was like I had never done it and he Mm -hmm. was learning for the first time and you know, kids, they just take off. Right. Mm. Me. I was so scared, you know, mm. because it's like I didn't trust my body anymore. Mm, you know, so yeah. a huge part of it for me, I was just looking at him like low key, like he just stepping <laughs> out. there.
0: <laughs> had to get over that mental. Yes.
1: Hurdle. Right. Exactly. Mm. So it was it was just so much, you know. So in addition to learn to trust my body again, trust myself again, like, hey, you can get up like you can do this. Um, but I think um, and I had been to therapy before then you know but of course after you experience a trauma to that magnitude you know it's required like they want you to go to therapy so my therapist she would come to my hospital bed and you know every once in a while we would just talk but I you know it's always I felt like it's having conversations Um, but also my nurses like I had to work so I'll be talking to them they're like we don't want to bother you I'm like I don't have nothing to do you know like talk to me you know but I am a very um, just mentally strong person I've always been like a very mentally strong person uh my mom is a a cancer survivor brain cancer survivor and so i think Mm -hmm. i saw her struggle um also a single mom i know i mentioned that earlier and so i think for me um i've always known that my strength comes from god you know so i think ultimately um that was definitely probably one of the biggest tests for me though Mm -hmm. like learning to walk again and you know i was 26 you know so Mm -hmm you know like i I couldn't wipe my own ass you know like it was so much i couldn't do you know so it was like super humbling like very humbling for me to experience that um and also just to get through and to tell people like you really can come back from anything you know so i had a relationship with god before then but after you know it's completely different you know it's just like the level of understanding and also the level of obedience that i've had since then like nah You tell me to stop, I'm going to stop.
0: You know, you tell me to
1: shut up, I'm going to shut up.
0: All right, you got it. Yeah,
1: (laughs) you got it. You know, I don't don't test. You know, the kids, they'll test you sometimes. So Mm -hmm. I learned to stop testing God after that.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure, yeah. That's beautiful, man. I mean, like, the whole process, even though you went through it. Yeah. And I know at the moment it wasn't, but, like, Hearing you talk yeah. that full circle moment, even yeah. like even you talking about like you and like your son learning how to walk at the same time, mm. I got chills on that. I was like, dang, yeah. that's that's some, that's some crazy God type stuff, isn't man. it? Yeah, he would he would have that work out that way, right? But like yeah. you know, I I can only imagine in that experience that you went through. Yeah, um, as you said, already being a believer, mm-hmm. um, that really puts. Your um, belief to the test, yes, and your relationship with God, yeah. I can I can only imagine you go through so many different emotions, mm-hmm. and uh, you learn to build an intimacy with him, right? It because mm-hmm. like me myself, I've been through about three four of them things, mm.
2: like,
0: like total car accidents, mm. like. Getting hit, yeah, head on like how you talking about. Mm -hmm. Only reason I survived was a seatbelt, like
2: yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And it's like that situation I got into right before the um right before the pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. Like I couldn't I couldn't drive. Like I had to like mentally recover from it. I had Mm -hmm. some nowhere like you and like a full like having to go through therapy, but just yeah, still had to heal from the um the mental of it because I hit my head from it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, like, I, I found myself struggling to remember stuff. Yeah. And I was like, man, like, I ain't never, I ain't never going to be like, am I going to be the same? And it's just yeah. like, sometimes I realized at that moment how powerful your words are in yep. the sense of already putting yourself in a mind state of defeat. Yep. And so, like, throughout that time, I built such an intimacy with God because, mm-hmm. it was like, I was forced to. Right. Like, he closed every other avenue to where it was like. Yep sit down yeah we we gonna have that Mm one-on-one experience for you so I can only imagine you coming out of that like right your intimacy your intimacy level with them right to a whole different level yeah and And relationship with your son
1: right yeah it definitely was I I love my son to death like that's that's my friend like he yeah like he definitely helps remind me every single day and I think even with that experience too it just um it showed me how I was playing it safe like even before Mm -hmm. the car accident you Mm -hmm. know because I think I have give stuff that you know that god put inside me even before that i used to do you know like i used to um and not that it's something i'm i think i'm supposed to make money off of Mm. but it's something that i know i can help could use to encourage other people you know so my mom um you know she didn't go to college um she had um, a high school education but she's one of the most the one of the smartest and the most creative like people hands down you know so growing up We didn't have much money but it was always like a lot of love you know so not only like hand kicked meals it was like activities like we did stuff together we you know uh built stairs outside like we you know poured concrete like whatever she wanted to do um you know she painted murals at the church that i grew up in so um it was just, like, that creativity, like, it just really showed me that I, I stopped dreaming, you know? Like, I stopped mm. using my imagination. Like, once I got into this little job and, you know, I thought I had what I wanted, I had a fiancé, I thought, mm. like, oh, okay, like, this is... It's, lo- it's so yeah. easy to get lost in the sauce. Yes, yeah. yeah, like, I thought this is what my life was going to look like. And, you know, yeah. and I was just like, nah, like, you're not. you sitting on so much stuff, you know? Mm, and so yeah. it's like, like, why, why are you playing it small? Why are you playing it safe? But after that, and then, like... Even like when I finally resigned from my position, I was just like, I'm just here. Like, I've, I've done what i was supposed to. Like, I saved up. I set aside. I've just been, you know, twiddling my thumbs, <laughs> you know, in this area. So, what are you really doing? So, I just felt like God was like, okay, now, this is the time. Like, you, you know, this is the time. Like, go ahead, step out.
0: You already know, so yeah, for sure. For mm-hmm. So sure. go ahead and get it done because it's more that I require of you, right? You know, like get it out the way now, right? You know, everything happens at the right time, at the right moment. That whole time, I felt like you going through the accident, going to school, and yeah. changing. Um, you know, the 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 uh, I, w- I don't want to say degree, but changing mm-hmm. the um. I guess the field, I would say yeah. the field. Right. Um, going through that, that's just mm-hmm. the evolution of who you are now. Right. So yeah. it's beautiful to see, man. It's Thank beautiful. you. So it's, like, yeah. it's like watching, like I say, the evolution of man, the whole poster. <laughs> you know, like I'm just imagining like your evolution, like from there to there, accident yes. you, like
1: right. trying to learn to walk. And yes. then,
0: like, now you dag on a wheel or a machine. Right, there, yeah. Like,
1: I agree, because I think once we can get past that idea that um, – you know well being our own works critic or being our own critic you know so I think for me when the accident happened it was just like oh I kept trying to get back to this version of myself that I was before the accident and I just really had to accept that I was never going to be that person you know but, meant to be right and I was mm-hmm. never intended to be right mm-hmm. and so it's like I'm, I'm going to be better you know so now like I feel better than I've ever felt before you know just to know mm-hmm. that I went through that experience you know and I still like I trust myself you know so I really just mm-hmm. feel like okay if I really put my mind to it I do exactly you know what God um, is telling me to do like I mean the sky's the limit you know Facts. but I just I feel much more way more alive than I was before when I was super mm-hmm. comfortable and you know thought my life was just that was the end of the story right? mm-hmm. and was it
0: wasn't <laughs> yeah for sure mm-hmm. it was more in store for you right yeah, for sure man. yeah and that's where I'm at I'm on the same page man I'm just trying to be out in a way where it's like being present yeah, and, and 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 soaking in the moments more, and because mm-hmm. like, you know, five years is nothing. You know, ten right. years is nothing. You'll look back on your life, and um, you'll be like, man, like where's the time going? Right, like, and, and like I, I wasted so much being um, consent, right, or content, mm-hmm. you know, and comfortable, and right, you know, and like. I want to make sure that no stone is on turn
2: mm-hmm.
0: and have God wants to make Same. sure that as well. He, he right. built us here to be like mm-hmm. that, you know, right. living creatures for him, living, you know, not being dead. Right. Know? A lot of people are living, but they're mentally, they're dead mm-hmm. in, that, in that aspect. And so I'm just out here trying to be yielded, you
2: know, yeah. moving
0: like how he want me to move and going where he want me to go. Yeah. Like it says, there ain't nothing but a vapor out here. Yeah, as you went through your experience like it could have went the other way
1: right I mean, yeah it definitely could have and like i said the guy who hit me um he died at the scene
2: yeah
1: you know but but yeah i mean i was fully conscious the whole time i remember everything but yeah so but yeah he was gone in the blink of an eye but even with that so um After he passed, it was like, you know, articles and stuff written, of course, like on him about, um, you know, how he was suicidal, you know. So it was a a black man, you know. So for a while, for me, I was like, I was mad at him. You know, I'm just like, you know, my life was going good. And, you know, this, you know, Mm. nigga come out of nowhere, you know. And so I think for me, forgiveness was wrapped up in it, too. Um, You know, but I think forgiveness in general, you know, is so important. And I just, you know holding grudges like that whole thing is not cool you know so i think for me waste of energy yeah waste of energy right but like when we don't forgive other people god doesn't forgive us you know (laughs) and so for me it was just like let me make sure that i forgave this man that could have killed me, you know, but I'm just like at the end of the day, everything came out the way it was supposed to, you know, but just to know that it wasn't a black person in that seat, you know, someone who was having suicidal thoughts, you know, mm-hmm. someone who was all also struggling, you know, because my first thought, like, okay, I'm a the estate. I'm gonna take everything <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> And I did, he didn't yeah. have nothing yeah. You know, so I'm just like, you know, why are you doing This fight and this man don't even have nothing Like oh, yeah. literally, you know And so it's just like, okay, I just had come To a place for myself that You know, what I knew was, what I got Out of it, it was not um, You know, it wasn't financial, you know, it was something That, you know, you really can't Place a price tag on, you know, like yeah, how sure. I see things now, you know, and I think For some people it's all putting cause I think I'm Very, um, well I've heard I'm black And white, but I'm like what do you mean by that? So um, I think so now because I, you know, once you overcome something, it's like small stuff. It really doesn't like it doesn't get to me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, some things like people might, you know, friends like they come and oh, this is a problem. This is a complaint. I'm just like, you know, that's not you. You wasting your energy basically, mm-hmm. you know, but people don't like hearing that that they're wasting energy because they want to feel it and they want to vent yeah, and they want to, you know, they want to get it off. their Yeah, they want to get it off their chest. And I'm like, that's fine. But it's just a lot of things now. Like it don't it don't faze me, you yeah, know, like, yeah. you know, some people getting cut off. I'm like, OK, go ahead. Like you in a rush. Like, go ahead. <laughs> like I'm good. You know, yeah, so I sure. think for me, um, sometimes it's like, oh, it can be off putting for people when it's like, oh, nothing, nothing bothers you. And I'm just like, ah, you know, because like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Yeah. So that's what it comes down for me. Like, yeah, it's really not worth it. So I think um, I got a, a big lesson in patience that I didn't ask for <laughs> at all.
0: So. yeah that's the same with me same with me and you know it's like i can only imagine what you being a therapist where mm-hmm. it's like even even you you look back on experiences like at that moment even with it being a selfish act of him probably you know running into you purposely right. to take himself out yeah mm-hmm. you look at that and be like man like what state was he in mentally right like what what day did he have where he got to the moment of just like this is the day right like I'm, I'm telling you, there's nothing to live for. Exactly. Like all I see is black. Mm-hmm. you know, in that, in that retrospect. Right. Just like, I'm the same way in the sense of like when you think about the bigger picture of that, mm-hmm. just like dang, thank God I survived. Man, right. Experienced the mentality that he had to be in. Mm-hmm. It's a dark, it's a dark hole. It to is. Be in. And so is. I think I'm the same way in a sense of just like a lot of my stuff, man. Because you, I used to hold grudges mm-hmm. for years over family and you know, like, just stupid. Nice yeah. to just don't make. They out there living their life. You're right. still, like, exactly. in pain and grudges. Right. And, like, if you don't let that go, right. because at the end of the day, I think God showed me, um, and he showed me some of these people's lives. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're having that sense of discernment of, like, Um, He showed me what people were dealing with, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think, you know, because I had a situation with a cat that I used to be cool with. It was Mm -hmm. just like, man, like this guy's like his spirits, uh, you know, this thing ain't flesh and blood. Right. Like sometimes you'll meet people where it's like a Mm -hmm. spirit it's a spiritual friction yes and a lot of people if they're not spiritually inclined mm-hmm. like they'll be like why is this person just don't like me for no yeah, reason yeah they think it's personal well, yeah it may be that god in you is friction exactly is bumping heads with that mm-hmm. demon in them mm-hmm. and so like for the longest i had a friend change and be like that and mm-hmm. i was just like man like what what's going on with homie and stuff like that and right. it turned out like he had a lot to deal with like mm-hmm. he was going through divorce like his child just passed away and Yeah, just, like you know, once you really study the person, mm-hmm. like, you realize, like, not to say what they do is an excuse. Mm-hmm. You just, you look at the bigger picture. Right. Of it, you understand yeah. a lot more in the in innocence. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I will say, yeah, when people are hurting, you can tell. Like, you you going to know if they're hurting or not. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times they don't. They, don't, they want to hold on to that feeling of hurt because that's what helps them feel a lot yeah. you know but I'm like God didn't put us here to hurt like we're not we're supposed to be free you know yeah. so I think um, yeah it's just a, so many lessons that I feel like people need to learn you know like even you doing this podcast you know I feel like this is a mini therapy session you know because when I'm in therapy that's I take what I what, yeah and it is because <laughs> and your mom's a therapist so I'm pretty sure you know how it goes right mm-hmm. so when you share the story I'm taking your story and I'm telling it back to you right but when I give it mm-hmm back, I give you a different perspective of how I see it, you mm-hmm. know, and so that's what helps people take another step in a different direction, you know, so right. I felt like this, this is what you're doing right now
0: yeah, facts, yeah. facts, you're absolutely right on that, I want to close out this has been a good therapy session yeah, I'm going <laughs> right. back and forth um, <laughs> I want to close out though with just some of your some of your plans yeah. when it comes to because as, as we talked about in the beginning, this year is <laughs> yeah, it's gone, gone. How higher what are what are some goals for the twenty twenty three, you know, yeah. that, that you have set okay. in motion that you feel like that you wanna accomplish. And you don't you don't gotta you don't gotta like if if you're a believer of like, I don't wanna speak it out yet because I don't want it to, you know Oh no,
1: I believe in speaking things into existence. So I feel mm-hmm. like that only gives me more motivation once I put it out there mm. um you know but ultimately um it is continuing to grow my business you know in whatever form that that comes along with um continuing just to be obedient um and so one of the things i really have been working on now is um, i know i sold you a podcast so just continuing to get yeah. just um you busy
0: you hear that? Yeah, yeah right <laughs> <laughs> and y'all, y'all yeah. go ahead and connect after this right.
1: All right just continuing to get um you know just like my services out there what i want to provide like mm-hmm. to the community as a whole um so with that podcast um and as well as doing uh, courses um and so i do mm-hmm. want um and of course therapy not everyone's going to have access to that mm-hmm. but if i can walk you through um i don't know recovering from emotional abuse or recovering from a traumatic accident you know and so if it's something that Um, self-led so more so like a self-therapy approach so if it's a course that you want to take you know to already have that readily available you know so I think a a big part of therapy too is just psychoeducation about um, the human mind um, when we experience not only traumatic events but when we experience stress how our body responds to it um, and also how we shut down you know so a lot of times we don't understand fully how those events impact us and so first um, it's really about just breaking down even um, how we were raised, right? So what what do we take from there? What were the values? Um, what were the ways that we were hurt even as a child you know yeah. and how do we transition that into adulthood? Um, because a lot of things that we experience it's a pattern, you know it's the same spirit, right. And so if it's something a force that we're coming up against, I just want people to be able to identify what's their thing, what's their pattern so that they can get past it, you know because if it's a certain personality that ticks you off um, when you were growing up, in your job or, you know, in your social life, we see those things repeatedly. Um, and so, like you said, a lot of times people um, negate the fact that it's a spiritual world that we're also it's living facts, in. Yeah. yeah. So like we have yeah. to make sure that we are aware of. Um, what we're allowing to really take that piece from us, you know? And I feel mm-hmm. like once you figure that out, we you're really unstoppable, you know? Like, of course, yeah. in continuing to yield yourself to God. Um, so for me, it is about trying to make other ways of healing more accessible. Mm-hmm. And because therapy is not going to be the route for everybody, you know, making sure that I do have, um, you know, whether it's a, a workbook, you know whether it's an mm-hmm. online course that they can take and make sure that they're, you know, using that in their own time mm-hmm. to really um, process their own self development. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: so. beautiful. Yeah, well said. Um, one more thing, mm-hmm. you know, I, I like to ask this, and I've, I've asked this to my mother. Yeah. Um, in in the life that you're in, um, what does the therapist do for mm-hmm. therapy? You know, what do, what do you do? I mean, I see, of course, you're a plant mom. Yeah. You know? Right. That. I, I would Love it. think that'd be therapeutic. Yeah. What are some other things that you do to, you know, does, you know, my mom says, you know, she got a therapist. You know, Right. It's needed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people think that's like when they don't think of the therapist needing a therapist, therapist. but you need a release yeah. for that as well. Right. Yeah. So what are some things outside of that that, that you do? You yeah.
1: Know, yeah. Well, I have a, a therapist mom. on standby. So if I feel like it's the point I need to process, I do. Um, But I think for me, it's just also being able to tap into other sides of myself. So I'm a big kid. um, So I love volunteering at my son's school. Um, I like doing like arts and crafts with him. Um, And I love like cooking with my friends, like and having conversations like this, like Mm. this is what, you know, helps me to feel, um, I guess, more well-rounded and relaxed. And so, Mm. um, but yeah, so I think sometimes it's silence right so there are days yeah. i don't want to talk at all be so in solitude right yes yeah. so i do right i love a good cheesy hallmark movie i will say that <laughs> it's christmas time
0: so they about to be bobbing up oh when yeah Mariah, <laughs>
1: shamelessly been watching them since October, but we're not gonna talk about that. But yeah, so I just I love what I love, you know. So I allow myself to do that. Allow myself just to have that free time. And also just allow myself to to be authentic in the spaces. If it's somewhere I don't feel comfortable or if I feel like it's forced, I don't go back. Yeah, you know, so I'm I think one way. is just being aware because that takes so much energy out of me because I am um, I'm an introvert you know I I am the one who's making sure other people in the room are good um, and so I have to make sure that I'm good you know so Mm -hmm. I think um, making sure that my priorities are aligned you know that's something that definitely helps me um, and just allow myself to you know be goofy be silly be a be a kid so Mm -hmm. yeah helps balance it out
0: I agree yeah. I agree dope stuff dope stuff it's been a dope sit down it's good to formally meet you as Thank I said yeah to contact with you uh go ahead if you don't mind um give people like your socials ways to get in contact with you if you don't mind
1: okay yeah so on was Instagram it is Kateria Post so that's K-A-T-E-R-I-A-P-O-E I'm sure you can link that for me mm, um, I got you. <laughs> yes it's the same on TikTok um, on Pinterest it's Heal with KP and um, Crown Connections on Instagram so that is my therapist platform but my individual is Kateria Post so I post pretty much everything through there um, but yeah so that's it
0: word word yeah I appreciate you coming
1: thank you for having me
0: not a problem this is as of late Thanks for listening to As of Late Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to As of Late Podcasts on both of those. You can also listen to As of Podcasts on
2: Anchor.fm and Google Podcasts.